0: Hello, cheers, and welcome, welcome to the Scrum of the Earth, the podcast that offers news, results, predictions, and hopefully, every now and then, maybe a little insight all about the world of rugby union. My name is David Lawrence. I am an American rugby fan who follows rugby wherever I can find it all over the globe. Uh, I always like to mention, for transparency's sake, the teams I root for at the club level are the New England Free Jacks. Internationally, I, of course, root for my USA Eagles, and I root for Scotland. Uh, But generally, what I always say is what what I'm looking for is good rugby wherever I can find it. Um, My plan is to put out at least one pod every week with the occasional bonus episode thrown in, much like this one. So thank you all for listening, checking in with me on Twitter, and sending your questions via email. It's been very nice. So I'm I'm told that I have gotten a nice five-star review, but in all honesty, I can't find it. So if you are the listener who was kind enough to leave that review, I promise I will read it as soon as I can locate it. Reach out again if if you maybe know the path. So, what are we going to do here? The normal order of the pod each week will go. Current updates, what's up with me personally, then some news, what's happening around the world of Rugby Union, things to chew on, what has me interested or annoyed this week, Uh, scores or results, and then some upcoming predictions for matches that are coming up soon, so uh, again, I don't claim any special insight, but I've been pretty spot on so far for this entire pod, so uh, here's hoping that continues. This episode, however, is just a quickie bonus ep. Uh, We're going to look at the squads for both big matches on Saturday, get in the prediction that I forgot about for the last pod, and uh, that'll be about it. Okay, there were some big announcements for both of the big matches this coming weekend. Uh, The Lions and the Springboks are showing many, many changes. And, of course, we've got our first glance at the boringly named but very exciting rugby championship. We're getting our first peek at what that might look like as far as the All Blacks and Wallabies go. So, uh, first off, the British and Irish Lions. So, for the Lions, hooker Ken Owens, prop Wynn Jones, scrum half Ali Price, center Bundiaki, wing Josh Adams, and fullback Liam Williams will all get starts. A lot of changes there. Um, Fly half Finn Russell. Can't, can't even believe it, Locke, Adam Beard, and number 8 Sam, Sam Simmons come into the squad for the very first time in this series. Uh, that does mean missing out will be Owen Farrell, Tulupe Faletau, Anthony Watson, and Stuart Hogg. So I have to admit, I'm not exactly shocked or too surprised by these changes. I didn't expect to see Bundiaki on the list. I'm kind of surprised. But the real shocker for me is that Finn got added. You know, I love Finn as a player. He's absolutely one of my all-time favorites. I just thought, you know, coming back from an injury is kind of an unknown quantity. I just, I didn't think Gatlin was going to take that. I assumed what he would have thought was a risk. Um, part of me wonders if he'll only get out on the pitch if the Lions have a sizable lead, like late in the game. But I I tell you, I sure hope to see him out there. I'm sure other Scotland fans will be disappointed that Hoggy's out. But um, you got to be at least partially vindicated to see Ali Price back starting again. I think that's pretty good news. Meanwhile, for South Africa. Uh, not good news for them. Faf DeClerc and Peter Steftotoy are both out due to injury. That's going to got to be concerning for them. Um, however, I was pleased to see that Faf's replacement is going to be Kobus Reinach. So I was a big fan of Kobus Reinach uh, when he was at Northampton. And uh, his last season there, which was, I think, 2018, he led the entire premiership in tries scored. Uh, pretty amazing guy. I, I'm honestly not sure where he's been playing since then, but I know I haven't seen him. Uh, it'll be good to be able to see him out there again. Uh, meanwhile, Franco Mostert switches to blindside flanker, uh, and the man the BBC described as, quote, influential, unquote, uh, Sail Lock gets the star as well. Um, Fly half Mornay Stein comes back into the starting lineup. Um, I wasn't actually watching rugby back in 2009, but when I was looking around today, I see that Stein basically won the Spring Boxes series against the Lions uh, with a long range penalty kick back in 09. Um, and also one other quick note, despite returning to camp this week, it looks like Dwayne Vermeulen is not going to be included in the 23. I was a little, little surprised by that. So I have a feeling like the bomb squad is going to be a lot more bomb-like this week, if you will. Uh, I'm glad to see Kitsoff is getting another start. I feel like he absolutely earned it. And, uh, despite looking a little bit rusty in the first test, you know, having Malcolm Marks coming off the bench. That could be bad news for the Lions. The, the combination of Marks and uh, Koch from the Saracens is really starting to click. Uh, the Britty Kitties better be ready for that. Um, I think the selections overall are what most people were expecting. I, I think the Finn-Russell move is probably the biggest shock. I, I got to tell you, I cannot wait for this match to kick off. Though, I did mention on my last pod, I won't be able to watch it until much later, so please do not tweet or email me about the results until at least the next day. Oh, gosh, that would be crushing. Um, same thing goes for the other big match that day. The first blood is low test down in Auckland. Okay, for the rugby championship, I see that New Zealand have named a, a – at least I've been able to find a 36-man squad for the tournament. Um, I haven't seen a game day 23 for Saturday yet, um, but still worthy of looking at. So out of those 36, there's definitely some notables. Um, I was happy to see TJ Perenara is back. I expect they will sort of be easing him back in a little bit. Uh, Braden Enor, perhaps the most handsome man on the All Blacks in history, uh, is also back after being away for a long time with an injury. Uh, I also see Sam Kane is not available. I see he's recovering from chest surgery, which just, I mean, dude, you already broke your neck and came back, and now chest surgery? Holy cow. (laughs) This man cannot be stopped, it would seem. Um. All I could find for Australia was a 42-man roster for the f- for the tournament, so that really doesn't narrow down the 23 for Saturday much at all. However, um, it's got to be good news for Wallabies fans to see Nick White, Scott Cio, and Jordan Pattaya have all been named to the squad, all three of whom I had heard were not going to be available, so that's that's got to be good. I also see that out of the 42 players named, eight have yet to be capped. Uh, I'm not going to try to go through that whole list. Um, there are some players who, quite frankly, I've never heard their names pronounced before, so I don't want to attempt it and absolutely pull a hatchet job on them. Um, it's also fun looking through this list, just looking at the the number of caps the different players have. So everyone knows Michael Hooper has a million. So Michael Hooper has 108 caps, despite being three years younger than James Slipper, who has 103. And then the next closest capped player is Scott Seal with 68. That's a big difference. I just That really jumped out at me. So... In any case, as promised, despite not knowing who the 23s will be, I'm still going to make my official prediction for Bledisloe 1. So uh, this is not going to be good news for the Aussies. Uh, I think Australia fans are a little too pumped about the narrow win in the series against France. I get the impression that rather than feeling relieved that they managed to scrape out a a victory by literally the slimmest of margins against a France B or even C side, I get the impression that they're like, Hey, we pulled it out. We're great. I knew we could do it. And I think it's led to a a sense of confidence that might not correspond with the reality. Uh, So this is entirely anecdotal. This is kind of my feelings and impressions from pods. I listen to and what I read. Um, I honestly think they'd be better off looking at the France series as a warning rather than a good omen. Uh, I think New Zealand are going to come out absolutely humming in this match. I think they'll put up a good lead early. I think the Wallabies are going to be a bit shell-shocked, and I don't think they're going to be able to claw their way back into this game. I see New Zealand putting on a show and winning by three tries or more. I'm going to go ahead and say New Zealand by 18. Okay, okay. That about does it for this mini-bonus ep. As I say, each week, I would very much love to hear from you listeners out there. You can submit questions or ideas to help me make the pod better for you, better for everyone Please be feel, uh, Be sure to follow me on Twitter. I am at of scrum. You can always email me at the scrum of the earth at gmail.com. If you'd like to help me spread the pod to other rugby fans, you can help by sharing and more importantly, leaving me positive reviews wherever you get your podcasts. Currently, I'm on anchor and several other platforms. But if possible, I'd urge you to I'd urge you towards using anchor. Um, it's just always the most up to date with content. The other things kind of there's a lag. Also, there you can find an RSS feed. You can, you can add that to your iTunes library for example uh, for instance. And that way you're never going to miss a beat. Uh, if you do leave a, a five-star review, I will be more than happy to read it out no matter what it says within family reading parameters. And that, of course, now we know is contingent on my being able to find it. So <laughs> that being said, cheers. Thank you all. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Be well. So you know, man.